On today's episode, we have Erica Vitaliano, who is the owner of Little Steps Florida right here in Palm Harbor. Little Steps is a team of pediatric professionals that focus on improving the lives of children of all ages with individualized, family-centered, and fun therapeutic care. So Erica recently moved down from Illinois to start this business. And um, I think kind of what stood out to me when we first started talking is just her approach to 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 her business and to the community. You know, she's a big believer in supporting others in the community and supporting other businesses in the community as well, uh, like through her business. So uh, she's a great fit for, for our mission here at Palm Harbor Local. So I was super excited to sit down and have a conversation with her and, and share that with you guys. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I'm your host, Florida native and real estate ninja, Donnie Hathaway. You know, I started this podcast because I'm extremely passionate about connecting you with the people and the local businesses that make Palm Harbor so special. Palm Harbor, Florida is a great place to call home. It has everything you could dream of from the food, the outdoors, the lifestyle to the people in the community. Now through this podcast and Instagram, I've been able to make some incredible connections and I want to invite you to come follow me on Instagram. It's at Donnie.Hathaway where I share all the best places to live, work and play in beautiful Palm Harbor. So welcome, Erica. I appreciate you jumping on the podcast today. I'm excited to, um, you know, learn more about your business and learn more about, you know, kind of what brought you to to Florida. Because I know you're you're new to Florida, um, as is, you know, I'm sure a lot of people in the last year uh, or two. So, um, but why don't we start with your with your business, um, Little Steps Florida, and kind of tell us uh, a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, so, Little Steps Florida is a multidisciplinary pediatric clinic. We treat uh, children birth to 21, um, and we see them for speech therapy, physical therapy, and occupational therapy. Um, We also run a few different groups. We have um, a preschool readiness program. We have handwriting groups, um, feeding groups, social communication. And then this December, we're going to be having a bike camp to help uh, teach kids learn how to ride a bike. Oh, that's really cool. Really neat. So you guys do a lot with, with kids, not just, so your profession is, or your background, you're a speech, speech language pathologist, correct? Yes. Yep. I'm an SLP. Yep. Okay. SLP. Yeah. We'll keep it, we'll keep it short. SLP moving forward. Um, So, uh, so where did this business come from and and why, why do you guys, why not just focus on, on being an SLP? Why add in all the other stuff as well? Yeah. um, So I have always worked with um, other disciplines um, and really just starting out as a speech therapist, I have learned so much from working alongside of different therapists as well with physical therapists and occupational therapists. We all, um, you know, a lot of times all three of us are seeing the same child and we're all looking at it a little differently. Um, But we really like to use that team approach when needed because there's a lot of overlap, especially with younger kids that gross motor development can impact speech development. Or a lot of times our OTs, our occupational therapists are looking at core strength and core strength plays a big part in that breath support for speech. So if a child is hunched over 
you know, that's a red flag for me that they don't have that breast support for speech and they need to work on their core. And that's where I might refer out to an OT or a PT, a physical therapist. So, yeah. So instead of referring out and, and, you know, trying to communicate to that, to that OT or PT, it's all just in a house, right? So you guys can, can communicate and kind of work with that child and really just whatever they need, you have it right there uh, in house. Yeah, exactly. So instead of referring out and then you have challenges with communication with different providers, we're all in the same place. And so we can see them at the same time, or a lot of times we'll see them back to back. Mm -hmm. So they might have one session with the OT and then have speech right after. So it's a good time too to kind of overlapping those sessions and communicate about this was successful. This wasn't successful. This is what I'm working on. How can you incorporate that into your therapy sessions as well? Yeah, that's great. And then just like the the way you guys practice or your approach to to practicing what you guys do, I'm sure is all kind of aligns with with each other as well. Yeah. So we don't follow one specific um, treatment practice, but mm-hmm. all of our therapy is play based. So kids learn best through play. So yeah. you know, it may look like you're just sitting and playing with the child, but you're really targeting those goals through play. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So the, the, the kids that you guys see, is there something that, um, like what, what usually happens when they have like some sort of developmental, um, uh, where they're not like up to speed with their development, whether it's speech or, or physical therapy, what, what are some, some things you commonly see there? Yeah. Um, so for speech therapy, sometimes we see kids that are just late talkers, um, kids that aren't, um, you know, meeting those, those language milestones or not, you know, understanding language as much as what we would expect at that age. Uh Um, You know, sometimes we see kids that have difficulty pronouncing things. So, you know, difficulty saying certain letters. Um, We also treat kids that have fluency disorders. So things like stuttering. Um, And then we also see, you know, different types of communication disorders. So we do see kids that have autism, um, you know, kids with other developmental disorders like Down syndrome and things like that. Um, Occupational therapists, they treat fine motor. So working on either pre-handwriting or handwriting skills, Um, visual motor. So using your eyes and hands together. So things like um, even just doing a puzzle or catching a ball. And then um, those activities of daily living or those self-help skills. So dressing or toileting, sleep, Mm -hmm. those all kind of fall fall under occupational therapists. And then physical therapists look at those gross motor skills. So, you know, anything from my baby's not tolerating tummy time or not rolling to not walking when they should be walking. And then again, those, those older skills such as um, jumping or again, ball skills like throwing and catching a ball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you guys, you guys can, can help out in a lot of different areas, which is great. And, and I like that it's all in like, like one-stop shop almost, you know, it's, it's all right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what led you to, so go back like to before you started this profession, like what led you into this career path and and did you know, is this something you've always known that you've wanted to do or how did you, um, come to come to this. Are you getting ready to sell or buy your dream home? 
McLaurin Inspections is your premier choice in residential and commercial inspections in the Tampa Bay area. They also offer a variety of additional services to fit your needs. Mold and air quality testing, sewer line and WDO inspections, four-point wind mitigation inspections, and pool and spa inspections as well. If family owned and operated company, they will go the extra mile to make sure you are taken care of. To schedule your inspection today, visit McLaurinInspections.com or call them at 813-858-5061. Yeah, um, it took me a little bit to kind of find my place with it. So in um, undergrad, I was a psychology major. So I kind of was going through some sort of looking for a health profession um, and then decided that wasn't exactly where I wanted to go. So then I started looking into some other allied health professions and found speech therapy. We had a family friend that was a speech therapist and my younger brother had speech therapy as a child. So I, I knew of the profession. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I really started taking classes, I really just became passionate about it and just was amazed, you know, thinking about how these little babies take in all of this and start talking, you know, seeing a, a typical two-year-old and how much they have to say and how much they've absorbed and learned. It just um, really sparked my passion and I Mm -hmm. wanted to help kids learn to talk. Um, And then I started working in early intervention. So early intervention is that birth to three program. um, And it really is family focused and working on coaching families. And I really enjoyed that aspect as well. And we really focused as a private practice on educating parents as well, because we're with your child, you know, an hour, two hours a week, but we also want this to carry over into home and into school. And so really working with families on, on how can they help their child at any age? Yeah, that's so like the, the, the family aspect, like the parents raising their kids, like that has a, a huge part, plays a huge role in, in the child's development, correct? So like myself, we have a, I think a 19 month old now, I think she's 19 months. Um, and it's like you said, it's crazy, like how quickly they they develop some of those skills and like take in some of the, the directions that you tell them to do or, and that sort of stuff. So um, I imagine like the families, the parents play a huge role uh, in, in their development, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Families play a huge role in the development of their, their children. You know, you are with your children more than anyone else. Yeah. Um, so the things that you do with your child are really going to have an impact. Um, and we like to give, you know, things for families to work on where it's not overwhelming, but something that families can really focus on. Okay. This week, you know, during, um, diaper changes, you know, work on this skill or this week, you know, I, I often say for two minutes a day, practice these words. If it's articulation, because even that two minutes of practice every day can have a big impact or, you know, often I'll say, you know, just focus on the word go. So Mm -hmm. if a child has a difficulty with the G sound, just practice ready, set, go. Whenever you can work on ready, set, go practice that go something that's doable for a family. Yeah. So do you guys, so the, the early intervention stuff, is that, um, if, if a child is like behind in their development, then, then you would step in, or is that just for parents who maybe they, they want some additional help and and guidance in, in raising their, their kids. So early intervention is a program for 
kids that are already behind. Okay. Um, so it is, so early steps is the Florida state program for early intervention for children birth to three and it's, um, state funded. It's through the, um, individuals with disabilities education act that idea. Um, and so if children have a measurable delay, then they can receive services through the state. And so we participate in that program and that program is providing in-home therapy, Again, in that natural environment, because the research shows that providing that therapy in natural environments within daily routines has the biggest impact at that age from birth to three. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So, um, so let's go back to like the business side of things and yeah. and you, um, so you, you recently, like I mentioned before, you recently moved, moved to Florida and, and opened up this, this practice here. So what. Um, so why, why do that when you, when you just moved to Florida and why did you want to open up your own business as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I moved to Florida just about a year ago. Um, and we've been open, our clinic has been open just a few months. Um, I really was looking to do something where I could have a big impact on the community and really be a resource for families in the community. I find found working in private practices before I had flexibility in my treatment plans and could really provide the best treatment for a child by not having some restrictions that other um, facilities might may implement on you due to a variety of reasons. Right. So I really wanted um, to start out on my own. Um, and then I ended up having the opportunity to partner with Jamie, who's a physical therapist who um, was working at, who created the company I was working at previously in Illinois. So we partnered together to create this clinic in Florida. Okay. So that's, so that's a, a different way of going about it. So instead of starting your own, you know, practice from, from the ground up and creating all your systems and processes, you kind of have, you have a partner in place and, and there was already a business in place before that, just in a different location, right? Yep. Yeah. The businesses are, were separated. Um, so they weren't affiliated with each other, but it was nice having something in place. And we kind of always said we would learn from our mistakes that we made before when creating something new. So it was nice to kind of have a blank slate and start over that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's always nice to have someone there with you, whether it's through accountability or just to kind of, you know, brainstorm with and, and share ideas and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice just to have that support and someone else yeah. to kind of go to, even if it is just like, Oh, this happened today. Just someone to yeah. <laughs> to kind of talk to. <laughs> like, uh. Yeah. So, so speaking of like some of those challenges and stuff, what have been some challenges since you guys, since you've started this, this business here in Florida? Yeah. So, um, there have been a lot of different challenges just starting in a new state. So it has yeah. been navigating a new, um, insurance, system. So we're credentialing with all different insurances, um, navigating just, you know, credentialing with insurance, but then with West Central Early Steps, which is the Early Steps program we work with, um, you know, building a clinic, I, you know, just starting out with finding a space, where are we going to be, where would be a good location, um, you know, kind of starting out and not knowing a ton of people here. It, it, was challenging. Um, Mm -hmm. but I've really reached out and found a lot of support and really found just the sense of community in Palm Harbor, which has been great. 
I have never been in an area where people are so welcoming and so just supportive. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And, and that's great, great to hear too. So what what made you choose uh Palm Harbor and choose this put this part of Florida? Yeah, so um I live in Dunedin, so I was kind of looking for somewhere that was close yeah. to where I live, so I would have an easy commute and then just kind of looking for where are the where do families live? Like you know, if you're bringing your child to a clinic or somewhere, you don't want to be commuting very far every week for this drive. So we kind of looked that way. And, and there is a large residential population in Palm Harbor and a lot of families Mm -hmm. that live here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what is it about the, um, so you mentioned like the Palm Harbor community and stuff, like, what is it that, um, that's so important to you about that? And, and, you know, where does that kind of come from? Yeah. So again, just being a new person in this community and then, you know, a new resource in this community, I also wanted to find resources so I could send my families, you know, if they're looking for a pediatrician, if they're looking for an ophthalmologist, if they are looking for just a play group, you know, I want to be able to have that available so I can say, Hey, this is here. I think it's great. I've been to this facility you should try this out. You know, I want to be able to provide that support to my families. And so I need to know what what's out here. And so I started out by just reaching out to different places in the community. And I was just overwhelmed with how much people responded, wanted to get to know me, wanted to know about my business, wanted to support my business. It just was great. Yeah, I think that's really cool. That's something that's really unique. And I think it's grown a lot over the last few years in our area, in Palm Harbor, in Dunedin, um, and some of the other you know cities around here too. It's just that that sense of community um, and everybody, no matter, you know, even if you're kind of like competing the same similar business or whatever, you still, you, you know, everybody still wants to support each other and see that business be, be successful, which is really, really neat and unique, uh, I think, in our area. Yeah, definitely. And we all have different things to offer. You know, if, you know, we have pediatric groups, but our pediatric group might not be the right fit for every family. And so to have these other options available um, is important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and like you said, like having you being a resource for your your families and stuff is, is huge too, because you know, sometimes it can be overwhelming when you're trying to to find a, a business or to find, you know, a service that you, you might need. So it's always great to have people like that in the community. Yeah. So um, so I kind of like to wrap up, you know, each each podcast with just asking the guests, you know, what is now you only being here, you know, I think it's like eight months you've been in the area. So maybe you don't have, you know, a favorite or something yet, but but what's one of your favorite uh, local businesses that you've, you know, either connected with um, or or use their their services before? Um, I'm going to, you know what, I was thinking about, I just went to um, Parlor House Bistro. Oh yeah. This restaurant in Dunedin. A lot of people had told me about it, but it's not like quite in downtown Dunedin. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just on uh, Maine. And so I had never noticed it. It's kind of tucked away. Uh, but I went there and it was awesome. It was probably one of the best meals I've had since coming down here. Yeah, they have. We've we've been there a couple of times ourselves and they they do a really good job. It's like, you know, it's a unique menu too. They don't, you know, it's different than kind of what you expect from, from, 
some of the other places, but uh, really good food. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the big things is just a different menu. Um, yeah. you know, I'm from Chicago, so I'm used to, you know, a variety of foods. And sometimes one of the things with Florida, I'm like, Oh, it's I have fish tacos. <laughs> yeah. Just like a few things. And so it was really nice to have just a, a unique menu. Yeah. I think you have to go to, you know, each area is, is a little bit different. Like then Eden restaurants are, you know, have, have their kind of, um, uniqueness about them. Palm Harbor, same thing, you know, safety Harbor is another good spot. If you haven't been to safety yeah. Harbor, they've got mm-hmm. some great restaurants over there too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Eric, I appreciate you jumping on the podcast. I'm, I'm excited. I was excited to, to kind of learn more about your business and I think you guys are doing some great things for the community. So I'm excited to, that you're a part of it. And, um, where can people, um, you know, learn more about your business and, and, and find you guys as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, our website is just littlestepsflorida.com. We have a Facebook page, um, just Little Steps Florida, and we're on Instagram. Um, and they can always send us an email or give us a call too. And there are links on those. And we'll, we'll link all that stuff in the description below so people can easily um, get a hold of you. Well, thanks for being a guest. All right. Thank you for having me. So I really hope you enjoyed that conversation today. Be sure to hit that follow button for Palm Harbor Local on your favorite podcast platform and download the episode as you listen in. To learn more about the life in Palm Harbor area, then follow me on Instagram. It's at Donnie.Hathaway. Let's have a great week and we'll talk to you soon.